Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a while. Kara Clink intro. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. The Dork Forest is the podcast. Jackie Cation, me, I'm your host. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com, for no other reason than it made me laugh. I do stand-up comedy, you guys, but this is a podcast where it's dork-on-dork dialogue. Let's do the credits. Mike Rigbert composed and sang the song you just heard. Mike will sing again his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Uh, Patrick Brady will fix this audio. Good for him. Good for us. And Vilmos does the website, JackieCation.com. On both DorkForest.com and JackieCation.com, there is a donation button. Knock yourselves out. If you are enjoying the show, I would love a donation. If you have a hundred bucks a year to donate, that'd be great. That makes you a super fan. I was told by bands that that's what you want to ask people for. You can donate ten bucks a month. I haven't made that easy. You'd have to remember and hit the donation button. But that's because I don't like uh, a monthly charge on anything. So... If you like the show, you can uh, donate monthly. You can just do it now. And uh, if you don't have $100, just tell people about the show. Feel free to review the show on iTunes. And on dorkforest.com, there's actually a comment section now. There's also a Facebook page where you can interact with other rangers about your dorkdom and the show and anybody. It's a Facebook page. I think it's called Dork Forest Rangers. And I'm on that page as well. And other than that... Let's see. There's an Amazon banner on JackieCation.com where you just, it's a portal. It's a white banner on the right-hand side. It just click on that. brings you to Amazon. You order like normal, and the Dork Forest gets a kickback. So that's another way. On JackieCation.com, there is a merch page which has Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts, regular Dork Forest t-shirts, Dork Forest hoodies. I have in stock all the hoodies. Someone just ordered a double X, and I had it, and so I mailed it. Very exciting. And then... There are my CDs, uh, stand-up comedy CDs, Circus People. Uh, this will uh, never make... I have uh, my stand-up comedy CDs, Circus People. It's never going to be bread, and this will make an excellent horcrux, all of which are available on iTunes and Spotify and Pandora and Amazon and that kind of thing. But if you want hard copies, you can get them bundled or whatever, and also a DVD of the horcrux uh, CD, which is uh, just a different set. Okay, you can also stream that from ComedyFilmNerds.com. Look up my name, get the Horcrux, it's 10 bucks. You just get to watch it anytime you want, just on your, if you don't want a DVD. In other news, what else is happening? Stand-up comedy. I'm doing stand-up comedy this week in Kirkland, Washington, which is outside of Seattle at Laughs. So if you are in the Seattle area, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come see me at Kirkland, at the Kirkland Laughs. Super fun. But this is a great episode. Allthingscomedy.com is the umbrella podcast group that I am part of. So go over there if you're looking for more pods. And also I'm doing another podcast where it's just about stand-up comedy. Me and Lori Kilmartin essentially uh, yammer about stand-up comedy for the last 30 years on a Nerdist podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show. But let's get into this podcast because it was a good one. People's dorkdoms are awesome. Let's just do it. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm back in my living room in Van Nuys. It's very exciting. The Dork Forest with Kara Clank. Welcome to the program. 
Thank you. It's so nice to be <laughs> welcomed into the lush dork forest. I know. And it's, uh, it's a hot one too. Yeah. It's weird because it's March and it's super hot. out here too then. Mm-hmm. I live in a different part of LA. Right. Where it's 10 degrees uh, cooler. Yeah. I on just the in other my side car here. I was like, uh, why am I so hot? I know. I meant to turn the AC on and oh, we well, may, not hot. it's comfortable in here. It's, a, it's okay for, I, I keep it dark. Yeah. Cause Andy's uh, at a conference and so I'm like, well, I can keep it dark. Yeah. Then. Don't jack up your electricity bill on my account. <laughs> not on, no, never. Not for me. So, uh, Kara Clank, uh, it is at K-A-R-A, Clank, K-L-E-N-K. And that's Twitter, Instagram, KaraClank.com, yeah. mm-hmm. stand-up comedy, all the things. Uh, newish to Los Angeles, would you say? Yeah. I'm, uh, two, two months ago, two and a half months ago. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Very new. And we so met in New York. New. Yeah. Uh, many times. Yeah. And although I think the first time we met was in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Didn't we meet at Cap City? I did like a guest spot on a show when you were headlining mm-hmm. and I was doing a guest spot because oh, I was in town for a fest. Awesome. Well, that's super yeah. fun. And then I was like, call me when you're in New York and come do my show. And then I did because it was at what, the UCB one, mm-hmm. right? The long one, the long UCB. Yes. East. The, UCB East, East the That's East Village it. location. Yes, in the in the in the New York area. So, <laughs> uh, but now you're here and um and doing stand up and running it up the flagpole and see yeah, if anybody gives a good goddamn. Exactly. That's it. Uh, <laughs> so be, and very funny. Everybody, Rangers, get out there, see Kara Clank do stand up comedy. Oh, thank you. And sure, no problem. <laughs> now I get the list from you. Here are some things that I'm dorky about. Yeah. And you said summer camp, and I was like, does she have a summer camp? <laughs> Sometimes people from the East Coast have different lives than those of us who grew up in the Midwest. Yeah. Where you're like, I own a summer camp. Uh, <laughs> I'm the great granddaughter of John Taft, William, <laughs> William Taft. And, uh, so no, you went to summer camp yeah. as a child. I went to camp as a child and. When do you go to camp? When you go to camp? Well. When it, do people send their kids to camp? It depends. Like my father growing up in New York City went when he was five. Cause my grandmother was just like, get out of here. Get out. Like, and a it's lot a, of kids it's a send away really camp early. for like, a week, right? Oh no. Overnight. The or? camp I went to was either, you went for either three and a half or seven. So you went half session or full session. Oh my God. And full session was seven weeks. Yeah. And if you're a counselor, it's weeks more like and eight weeks or nine away weeks. from your family yeah. as a child. Well, I will say our camp now eight is the youngest age. I okay. think you're a third grade graduate. So, but, um, Eight. These but are like people. Five was, you know, that was kind of like back in the day. Right, right. Funny thing about that is that an eight-year-old today in 2016 would not be allowed to cross the street by themselves to play in the park. Well, that's, but you're willing to send them away for seven weeks. I think that's what's so great about camp is it really teaches kids like a lot of independence that they're not getting. I think in the real world, world anymore. Yeah, anymore. And granted, it's structured, and there's mm-hmm. uh, you're 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 being herded around by probably what 17, 18 year olds. I mean, I was a counselor from the time I was 16 to the time I was 24. And okay. Some people do it into their 30s. I mean, I know people that are still teachers that still go back because their schedule allows for it. Right, right. Oh, so, right. If you're if you're a high school teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you just get go summer. back and spend your summers having fun. And it's, does you, it pay okay? Eh, I mean, when I was in college and stuff, I think it, was it would fine pay for me the, like a couple grand for the whole summer, but I wouldn't touch that money all summer. Oh, that. So I would go back to college with like with two, grand. two grand and be like, this is my money for college for spending yeah. money. You yeah, know? yeah. So it was okay. And I think that they've been jacking it up a little bit more and more but compared to what kids pay. The counselors yeah. don't get paid anything. Right. Because it's a very expensive. A lot of these camps are just getting like more and more expensive like everything else. Right. But, um, <laughs> but. 
you know, I think it's, right. it's great. A lot of people assume it's a Jewish camp because I am Jewish. You can't see my you, nose, but I am Jewish. Excellent. <laughs> I, I, your DNA has not yet been uh, examined. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know you were Jewish. Uh, is it nice? How, how do you like it? Being, Being Jewish? Jewish? Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm very non-practicing now. I was, when I was younger, I did youth group and I was really involved, but then my husband. Your parents still do this. When, when we were Shabbat all Shabbat and all that stuff? No, no, no. When okay. we were all home, we did seders and we did like Passover Hanukkah and, and Passover, the whole thing, but we... But no. just sort of Easter and Christmas kind of thing, right? Not yeah. like every Friday, yeah. I'm going to Shabbat and then synagogue on Saturday? Okay. No, no, no. We were never okay. like that. Yeah, my sister well, we converted. Oh, oh, your sister converted. Yeah, so every Friday it's Shabbat and every Saturday it's, it's well, synagogue. Well, she obviously married somebody who it was really important if they needed her to convert. Yes, too, so. yes. Yeah. Uh, her partner wanted to be a... Uh, a rabbi for a while. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then they wanted to have kids and nobody cared that they were lesbians. Everyone cared that she wasn't that Jewish. She was Jewish. <laughs> so it was chop chop. So funny. Get on the Judaism. <laughs> and so, and Darla has always been vaguely spiritual and, and, and yeah. has always loved religion. And, uh, I'd say like, if you have to convert to one, uh, Judaism sure. is probably, it's, well, pretty... it's, it's a bit of a, it was a bit of a chore. The yeah. rabbi didn't show up twice. I don't think they make it easy. No, no. She had to, five times. She had to go ask three times and twice. He didn't show up, so she had to go find him five times. That is literally a Sex in the City episode. I'm sure it is. When Charlotte converts to Judaism, <laughs> she shows up like three times and they shut the door in her face. And oh, then God, finally so... she comes in and is like, you have to let me convert. Oh, you that's know, so Jeff, funny. Sex in the City. You remember Sex in the City. <laughs> I've seen a dozen episodes and I enjoyed all uh, of them and then I accidentally saw the movies. Yeah. Oh, so there was trouble there. Big, big and, trouble uh, in Little Sex in the City. <laughs> right. Uh, the guy, uh, he's famous and I'm spacing his name, the guy who could... Created it. Oh, Seriously. Darren Star. Darren Star, possibly. He, did he, he write the it. second? Did he write the second movie as well? I think he did. Yeah. Um. And by then, uh, obviously, hates women, and is done. The is second done movie with I women. almost walked out of. Oh, and I almost walked out of the second one, and I never walk out of a movie. I uh, I haven't walked out of a movie in ages, but uh, I remember watching it, and because I had been assigned by comedy film nerds to review it, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking to myself, you know, there's that game for the TV show. Which one do you be? Which which character in Sex in the City would you do you Did, relate like a to? Quiz? Yeah, it's like a quiz. Yeah. It's like I'm a Charlotte, or I'm right. a Miranda, or I'm a whatever. Did you take it? I no. In the second uh, movie, I decided that I was the Saudi Arabian guy who <laughs> turned her in. Uh, that's the character I would have wanted to be because she was a disaster of a human being. Nice. Oh they were God. all a disaster. Yeah. So summer camp, when did you start going? When so you were eight? I, no, I didn't actually go super young, even though I really wanted to. And you know, something we have in common, I think you're one of six kids, right? Mm-hmm. I'm one mm-hmm. of six kids. So mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. So I was always like, send me out. I want to go do something fun. You know, like right, I wanted right. to go. Guinea pig. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go to camp. We just didn't find one for like, my mom was kind of like half-assing and not even trying to find one. So <laughs> I didn't start going until I was 13. Okay. So I went when I was 13, 14, 15 as a camper. And okay. the 15 year was like, it's like your final year. You're kind of like a CIT. And then I was a counselor for seven years. Oh, wow. Yeah. For okay. seven summers. So for... Which was a free way for your parents to also get rid of you for seven weeks. Uh, free. I mean, it's an expensive camp. No, no. Oh, oh once I was a counselor. Yeah, once you were yeah, a counselor. Yeah, I mean, I was, by that time, one of those years I was in high school. But besides that, there were my college summers oh, okay. pretty much. And then okay. a couple summers after college where I lived in Italy for a year. So I kind of bookended the Italy year with like two summers at camp. Because right? it's like a good place to go when you're sort of in between. Yeah. And then once I moved to New York and... And started, started real life. I wasn't able to go back anymore. Graduated from college. And, yeah. 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 So, uh, so you're 13. You're, it's your first year. Co- uh, how do you pick a camp? 
Well, it was actually very uh, haphazard the way we found this camp, and it's sort of really crazy and fate because <laughs> it turned into just this huge part of my life. But yeah, uh, my mom, I had heard about these girls at school talking about this like fancy sailing camp in Maine, and I was like, oh, they were like popular girls, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I want to go there. I, what do I, I don't care about sailing at all. Oh my God. I, I want to go to sailing camp now. <laughs> yeah. Now. But when I was like in eighth grade, seventh grade, I just wanted to go where the popular girls were going. Right. And my mom called that camp. They had no spots. Okay. She was calling probably in April. They gave her a list of other camps. None of those camps had spots. They gave her a list and my camp had one open spot. So it was really like haphazard how she okay, found it. Was it was camp to camp. Yeah. A camp center to like, another yeah, camp. They all kind of know each other, all the camps in the Northeast or whatever. But the camp that I originally wanted to go to was this like really frilly, like girls bring hair dryers and you're in these nice winterized cabins and stuff like that. And the tent, the uh, camp I ended up at is like, no, there's like no mirrors really. Like everybody wears a uniform so that you don't compete over wardrobe. Like, oh wow, it's very like it's just it's non it's religious and it's non um so it's like secular yeah. and and not and not super. Clicky. Yeah, I mean I'm sure it's clicky just because people are clicky, right? But it's like you you focus on not having all those creature comforts that you have at home. Like no one has a you're not allowed to have your like phone, even a Walkman, CDs, anything oh, like interesting. that. You had to turn that all in at the beginning. Is of that summer. still true? Do you know? Yes, it's okay. very unplugged. It's like a full unplugged summer. Like you, nature, your friends, yourself. Like that's what it is. Learn how to interact with other humans. Yeah, face to face. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so. Wow. Okay. Um, when I was a kid, I always wanted to go to horse camp. Yeah. Were there horses? There were horses when I was there and mm-hmm. I rode because I was, I loved riding right. at that time. Uh, they've since gotten rid of it because literally like 10 girls would sign up for riding and it's this massive undertaking to keep up 10 or 15 horses for yeah, the whole how summer. Many, how many kids are at this camp, by the way? Um, and, and you were in sort of, uh, bunks or you were we in- were actually in pla- there are there are cabins that are four walls but there's only a few of those the rest of us were on platform tents i don't know if you've ever like girl scout camps use them too it's like no when you say tent, there was no outdoor think, things well when you say tent people think that you mean like poles in the dirt like you're on the ground like right. a camping tent no it's like it's a wooden floor that fits four like small beds right and that's three campers and one counselor and then there's these canvas flaps that go over them to like protect you from. Oh, but essentially, you're sleeping I stayed outside. In, I stayed in something like that, probably fancier, maybe not. You yeah. know, man, with the troops. Oh yeah. So possibly it could, may have been and, something like that. Yeah, and it they was had air a conditioning. Little bit bigger. Oh no, see, there's no AC at all. Yeah, but it's in Vermont. You're Where it's never in like Verm- that and hot. Ver- and what what month do you go? You go. You go. They usually Middle starts of June like the or? third week of June because now school gets out later and later, mm-hmm. and it goes to like the second week of August. Okay. And then, and that's in Vermont. Yeah. Mine is. Yeah. Your, yours was. Yeah. And, and there's a ours. lot of similar ones in, you know, New Hampshire, Vermont, Maine, Massachusetts, like New England. Right, right. The whole New England yeah. camping thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New England, you know, there's a guy, Andy Levitt, uh, works at Live Nation and, and I, he has a, a similar, He's still best friends with some of these people that he went to camp with. Yeah. If you look at my wedding photos, I did a college photo. I did a high school photo. My camp photo is like 50 people. Like it's wow. the, it was the most represented group by yeah. far. And I got married at my camp. Right. So. Okay. So yeah, this camp business sounds very so it's pretty important. dorky. <laughs> yeah. It's super dorky, but it's also, and, and that commitment I think is the hugest yeah. part of it where, okay, so you go, are they, the, your parents drive you to camp when you're 13 mm-hmm. and drop you off. There mm-hmm. are younger kids there in different 
uh, tense, right? Mm-hmm. They, you're split up by age, obviously, right? You're in the same... This was another thing that I really loved about it is that you're in the same tent with girls your age, but the tent next to you could be girls two or three years older than you. Or so younger. I, or younger. And so what I liked about it was I was always like kind of precocious and like wanted to be friends with older people. Yeah. So I had friends that were two, three years older than me. that, And I liked that because in school, you really don't have that. No, yet. no. You stay in your class. I mean, you in high school class. a little bit, but you yeah. know. So for the most part, you stay with your class. Right, exactly. And so you're 13, you go, your parents drop you off on a Sunday, right? <laughs> right. And then they drive away. Yeah. And then you have your bag. Uh-huh. And do you need money? No, no, you don't need any money. You don't need any money? You, you have don't... like a camp store account if you want to buy like... If you gum need like, or... No, there's no gum at camp. There's no gum at there camp. There's no gum at camp. Because you're outside, they don't yeah. want you to litter gum? Yeah, exactly. Okay, No, okay. but if you want to buy like toothpaste or you run out of razors or something like that, you oh, know, interesting. you can buy stuff like that. And this is an all-girls camp? Yes. My okay. my camp is an all-girls camp, but it's down the street from an all-boys camp. Like, it's from a book. It's and crazy. <laughs> so I actually... Sweet Valley, hi. Yeah. So like a ton of my good guy friends are from the guys' camp, because you start to meet them more when you become a counselor. You start to hang out more. But that's another thing that I really like about it. My mom was originally looking into like like... Uh, co-ed, co-ed camps, camps, and I was like, Ugh, that just feels like it's going to be like, who has a crush on who? It's just going to be more middle school, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of liked the whole all girl vibe because you really just can. You'd, you'd forget well, about. The reason I ask is because you mentioned razor blades. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you guys shaving yeah, at camp yeah. for seven weeks? Well, only for a dance. A lot of girls just like would let the hair grow all summer. Yeah. Why? One who, camp, who? I had a camper, a personal camper who now actually is a good friend of mine whose weddings, we have both attended each other's weddings, but she was my camper at one point, grew her leg hair out for seven full weeks for a quarter liter of Coca-Cola. Oh, okay. She just was like, <laughs> I'll do it. No problem. Sure. What do I care? Yeah. I, I mean, it really doesn't, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, so, so you go, so you're a so camp. So you don't need any money. Like you have a little store account if you need stamps, razors, like I said, but that you don't really, I think right. that's $25 that's in that account or something like that. Okay. It's not like really. your parents put 25 bucks yeah. in it. And then some if kids, you if use they it. travel from the Midwest or they travel from California or something like that, like they'll come with money for their flight home and that'll get like put away. For when they leave. Okay, so you don't have to keep it and yeah. then get wrestled for it yeah. by some. There's no currency bully. there. You don't yeah. need money for anything, right? And and then so like, and there's no and there's uniforms. You went to a camp that had uniforms. Well, when I was there as a camper, it was we all wore green shorts. Those were like the uniform of the camp, and then you could wear any shirt you wanted as long as it was um, no words on it, no logos. You could, oh, you had you to know, wear blank, just a blank t-shirt. Yeah, like a t-shirt or it could be striped or it could have a little pattern on it. But then later years, they made it. Now it's these, um, they basically have a line of clothing that you kind of have to buy, which is annoying. But sure. You, uh, what, that's just leaving money on the table. Exactly. Not exactly. having a line but of clothing. But they're just these, they're just like these simple plain shirts that have camp an A Joe on them for or, the camp. Yeah, right. like exactly. So it's, okay. it just kind of like puts everyone on a base level. And even if you're like a scholarship kid who comes and you can't afford to buy, like yeah. they give you, they get you those clothes. Right. So everybody has, everyone's like in the same. Yeah, everyone know. looks relatively the same yeah. except for your tennis shoes. Yeah, I assume. exactly. And then and then everybody's looking at everybody's tennis right. shoes if you give a shit. And then it's like you know some girls buy the green shorts that you can like roll up and make them really short, <laughs> and then we have to yell at them and be like, "We can see your butt." Like nobody so. wants to see your butt. Yeah. It's an all girls, and 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 if there's girls who have crushes on other girls, oh, that's 
widespread. <laughs> that is widespread. I have, uh, I have, and I have forever had many, many gay friends from yeah. camp and also from the rest of my life. But if you were going to be gay, camp is a great place to find out. Yeah. Especially sure in all girls camp. I went, yeah. I lived uh, three summers in Provincetown. If I was going to be gay, that's when that's I would have found out. Happened. That's when I, that would have, I, I think I've had that thought too. I'm like, it was going to happen. It would have happened to camp. Probably would have happened. <laughs> yeah. Cause camp, cause you're just lying there next to each other yeah. and you're like, Oh, I'm 13. Yeah. And so things, well, and then I'm 17 and then I'm 20. Exactly. We're all going out together every night. Right. So then you see guys too, I guess. Well, yeah, because there's the guys camp. Is there a dance between the the two camps? Yeah. Yeah. A couple, there's two or two, a couple socials. Yeah. Two Two or three three socials. And then there's a couple activities where it's like, we're going to go play like sponge wars with the guys, but we don't do a ton. And they're owned by the same people. Yeah. It's all one foundation. So really what it is, is there's a little girls camp that's age eight to 12. Mm -hmm. And then there's the older girls camp that's 12 to 17. Mm -hmm. And then there's a boys camp that's eight to 16 like eight to 16 pretty much oh okay the boys are all together yeah that sounds like a terrible idea that sounds like 16 year olds pushing around eight year well the six they're the way they do it is a little bit different their 16 year olds are like already counselors or, and uh, i know but if, if there's a 14 year old and an eight year old yeah if what what if there's a dick <laughs> i don't know why i think boys are gonna well, be see, most uh, of those 14 year olds have been going since they were eight so, so they're not really there's no culture of bullying at this camp like, right that's they, what's really Cool right. They, there's a lot of sort of the very hands-on right. sort of, no, like keep it together. And like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think that that's, I mean, I, I, if I love the girls camp, I would totally encourage everyone to send their daughter there, but I would super encourage people to send their sons there. Cause I think it's like really hard to be. Well, let's plug guy. it. Let's plug it. What's the name and of it? It's in... called Camp Lanakila in Fairly, Vermont. <laughs> Lana, it's all Hawaiian <laughs> stuff. That's, that seems like some appropriation. Yeah. Uh, my in camp Vermont. is, well, they were, they were started by missionaries that worked in Hawaii. So they started, they, oh. they opened my camp, which is called Aloha. I read that book. Uh, Sarah Vowell did a history of Hawaii and there were a bunch of Vermont missionaries oh, yeah. who went to Hawaii and, uh, converted a bunch of uh, people to Christianity who were perfectly happy, uh, just sitting around, <laughs> uh, and worshiping their own, uh, thing. Oh, that's But uh, then they came back and then they clearly started camps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which are non-religious. So which I don't are, know at what this kind point of missionary work they were doing. Well, the missionary work a hundred years ago, was right? Probably, was, yeah. was religious. And yeah. then it has extra, it's moved forward into yeah. just, Hey, we have a camp business. Right. Sort of like the Oneida um uh, flatware company. They make teapots, uh-huh. Oneida, and they make plates and yeah. They uh they were a cult in the late eighteen hundreds. Oh, uh, now they're they were, just n- now you know, they just make teapots. Business. Yeah. It's a, they were a free love, um everybody gets laid. Uh-huh. Uh old women uh deflowered young men, old men deflowered young women. Interesting. And the whole thing was that men weren't supposed to ejaculate ever. What were they supposed to do? Uh, just die with a lot of <laughs> sperm in their bodies, I guess. They never, uh, oh it was called God. continence. Not incontinence, weird. but continence. Yeah, it was very weird. That's so strange. Yeah, it was a terrible idea. Well. Anyway, but they make a hell of a teapot. Yeah. And, uh, but Sarah Val wrote a book about Hawaii as well. About oh, cool. the history I'm going of Hawaii. To Hawaii tomorrow. Are you going to Hawaii tomorrow? Tomorrow. And will, um, you camp? No. No. What will you, are you doing stand up? What are you doing? No, I just am Kara going. Clank, I've what been are you doing? dying to go my whole life. And oh, my yeah. husband and I, he just had a week, he gets a week off work and we got a deal because I got a ticket with Miles and we got him a yeah. Expedia deal. So whatever. So we just decided to go for like, we're just going for like six days. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, Andy and I just went to Harry Potter World. I know for you three told days me. For, uh, almost the exact same reason. And you were, <laughs> It's very smart to go at a uh, time end of where, January yeah. on a Monday, Tuesday. I recommend it. It yeah. was uh, it was amazing, quite honestly. Because I, 
I hate Disney. Mm-hmm. And so you don't like, you don't like Disneyland or Disney World. I've never been to land. Okay. But I, I went to Disney World with my husband's family like mm-hmm. a year ago and I just don't. Oh, was it too crowded? It was so crowded. Well, we went in March. It was like prime spring break time. Okay. And it was like, yeah, you I get- just think it's like, buy this, buy this. All the little girls were running around with these princess makeovers mm-hmm. that they charge $200 a pop sure. to basically put makeup on your four-year-old. Like, right. I just think it turns out her of- skin's good. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need rosy cheeks. They're pretty rosy. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It just creeped me out. I know I'm probably going to be pissing people off, but I think that the Disney thing is safe space. Yeah. Safe space. Yeah. You get to- and don't, and the thing about uh, what, uh, yeah, I mean, Disney, the fun parts of Disney are not, are clearly not the merchandising. The merchandising right. is the thing that you tolerate when you go to Disneyland or Disney World. Yeah. And as, again, the same with, um, the, the, the crowds. But, but I would love to see Harry Potter World. Harry I think Potter it would be World. cool. Also, cause it's newer. What annoyed me about Disney was I went there when I was eight and then I went there when I was, you know, 30 or something. Right. And it, nothing has changed. I'm like, how have there been people no upgrades? Love people love that. There have been like, there have been upgrades, but I mean, um, well, we only went to Magic Kingdom and Epcot. We didn't go to apparently the Hollywood Studio oh, yeah. or whatever is like yeah, California Land, and it has all the um that has like all the fun rides. But right, and you didn't go to Wildlife Land. No, you didn't go. To, that's not what it's called. Uh, the wild the, the Safari thing. The, the, no, the, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. No, at, I, at I Disney did that World. when I was a kid, and that's that's very cool. It was the the decor. It was. Harry Potter World is essentially a mall. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to buy robes, wands, yeah. broomsticks. There, there was a little girl looking at broomsticks in one of the gift shops, and she said to her dad, uh, Dad, do you think they sell these? And there was this pause, and he goes, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they sell these, honey. <laughs> Uh, but not right now. Not right now. You're not going to get a broom today. And, uh, oh, God, so many people find <laughs> trying to shove brooms in the overhead on their flights oh, home. Oh, <laughs> God. Right. Right. Although they did offer shipping. Oh. Uh, so that was nice. That's nice. And sure. So you had a good time. Oh, my God. It was the greatest time in the world. But, a plug um, for Harry Potter a land. plug for Harry Potter land and a, hu- a plug for Leah Lapuni. Um, <laughs> what is it? Um, Lilliputian. No, and, uh, the, the girls camp is Aloha. The little girls camp is Aloha Hive and the boys camp is Lanakila. But the whole thing is called the Aloha Foundation and they have many programs. They actually have something called Family Camp that I still go back and work at. Oh, really? I go one week in the summer in August and families come and go to camp together Okay, for one week. And, and they and, get, and they sort of get their own cabin or their yeah, own. Yeah, they get tent. their own cabin yep. usually, and like a tent if they're a smaller family or if they have older kids or something like that. And then they do things sort of group. They can do things together. They make friends there where like right. parents can do things with other parents and little mm-hmm. kids can. There's activities where counselors take the little kids so that the parents can maybe go on a run or go canoeing on their own. You know, right, right. So I really think that's a. It's well, that's, that's a of an very idea. inexpensive, I think, for if you live in the area. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to right not travel, there. but as a vacation, it look it's not a luxurious, you know. No, no. There's no pool, it's there's a no family down vacation, service, but it's a family vacation where I think you really like connect with your family. Right. Well, here's I'm, so I'm a cruise director for this camp. Like, I will literally sell it until the cows come home. I'm such <laughs> but, I'm so obsessed uh, with it. And well, you ought to here in the dark <laughs> forest. But t- so, talk to me. So you're dropped off. You're yeah. with kids. What do you do for seven weeks? Oh my God. There's barely enough time to do everything you have to do. What? You're in Vermont, which is the size of a postage stamp. Yeah. You're in Vermont, which is gorgeous. You're on this gorgeous lake. You can swim every day. You can do sailing, kayaking, camp craft skills, learn how to start a fire without a match. Wait. So they have, they have like little sunfish. They have like little yeah. sailboats and sunfish, stuff. Sunfish, 
JYs, like all, like there's, uh. Just little, little one, one or two person sailboats. Yeah. To learn some the, of them like four, four or five people can fit into. How big's the lake? Uh, the lake is to jog around it about five miles. Okay. So it's like. It's a fair enough. It's a size. pretty like I have photos on my phone if you want to see one. Sure, I'm sure I'm sure you do. <laughs> so so you get there and then the next morning, your first your first time there, you don't know what the hell you're doing, right? Yeah. My first time there, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't it wasn't like I went with a friend. I didn't know right. anyone. But you've got a counselor and they're kinda of trying to help you figure it out. And yeah. You you have tent mates, so they're kind of like your instant friends. It's like getting put together with college roommates or something. Right, know? right. You have someone your at least friend to do for something. A couple weeks until you find your real friends. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then yeah, there's just a ton to do. There's so much. Like basically every day, it's like here's what we're offering in this, and this is what like today. is it Reveille? Like is everybody yeah, Reveille every morning? You're rested out of at bed seven. You at have to seven, be a flag by seven forty five. The American flag, the U.S. Yes, flag. The U.S. flag. Do you do the Pledge of Allegiance? Uh, no, but they say they play um, flag raising, like <laughs> like they, it's like a song that they okay, play. Okay, so they the so everybody just stands there and and they do sort of a roll call kind of thing, and no, you just have to watch the flag go up. It's just like a it's a very weird like just traditional thing. How, and how many kids are in the camp that, that you are, went to? I, like a hundred kids? There, no, when I was there, like I think a full camp was one fifty, but I think it maybe have gotten even a little bit bigger. Like it might be even on, on like one sixty or one seventy now. So how do they keep track of all these kids? Oh, it's like it's. Pretty. Like th- there's a camp counselor. That's why, that's why they let 16, 17 year olds do it because they need so many, they need a counselor in every yeah, house. Yeah. The ratio of the counselors to campers is like, is like, uh, two to one, I think. Like it's really like they're covered. There's, we, we, there's like tons of staff. So it's okay. never like, where's Susie? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Where's Susie? <laughs> Don't let uh, Susie weed off. I see some bubbles in the lake. No, just right. kidding. Ah, uh, that's terrible. But, um, <laughs> we, uh, like, yeah, so you, I would be in charge of three kids, or if you have a, if you have one of those four walled cabins that I mentioned before, usually there's two counselors and probably five or six campers in right. that. Right, so everybody. So you kind of split it. Yeah. So you're usually in charge of like three kids, and yep. you just sort of, they go do whatever they want during the day. You can kind of check in with them and say like, what'd you do this morning? But you don't, you're not following them. You're not going with them. So they're up, you're up at seven mm-hmm. to go to camp. Yeah. And then you do activities until lunch and then you regroup. And then there's lunch and then there's rest hour, which is the best thing ever. It's like a one hour siesta and it's, you could just go and lie in your bunk yeah, and chill. Yeah, you can sleep or you can read or you can like very quietly play cards if you can be very quiet. Like it's just quiet. Do you have to be in your tent for that yeah. hour? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because uh, here's my thing. It's a logistics nightmare. Yeah. Because there's 150 kids. Yeah, You're yeah, like, yeah. no, at least four times a day I need to know where every single kid is. Yeah, and there's table seating. There's a lot of checks and balances. Like there's table seating. So if I'm the head of a table and I'm like, where's Jackie? Like, yeah. what, is she supposed to be here? She's not on a trip. Where is she? You yeah. know what I mean? Okay. So there's so field trips. There's trips that go out for like two, a uh, one day, two day, three day, some up to five day, um, canoe and backpacking trips. Okay. And biking trips. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's, so at the camp, is it, does it look like a, does it look like an army camp or does it look like a dirt camp? Is it, is it, uh, concrete or is it? It's all like on a big hill, but it's dirt. Like there's no, there's not really a lot of paved roads. That's like it. there's a, the, pa- the road that goes around the lake is paved, but our property is right. very sort of the jogging rocky trail. And yes, yeah, there's like a jogging biking trail kind of thing that goes around the entire lake. There's a road that you can drive on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a road that goes around the whole lake. And then is there a fence? 
No. <laughs> I don't know why I want to incarcerate I feel these like children. You're, you're like directing pedophiles towards my camp. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm hoping. You're like, the gates are open. <laughs> no, no, I'm just curious because it's like, um, you know, when I was, when I was eight, I was on my own for the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Like there was no camp. Yeah. When I was 13, I was on my own for the whole summer mm-hmm. and I would take the, the bus all over Milwaukee County. Yeah. Just to go, I would go see movies. And, That's awesome that your and, parents let you do that. Yeah. They, they I'm the youngest of six. <laughs> so they were done. Yeah. You're yeah. the one that gets to juggle knives after yeah. we do the work. Exactly. You guys had, <laughs> were stared at closely. Uh, by the time they got to me, they're like, Oh, children are resilient. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> and, uh, so, but the, but I remember, you know, and I would walk the neighbor's dogs down to the lake because mm-hmm. uh, South Milwaukee is big enough. It's probably five miles square. Mm-hmm. And so we lived on sort of one side of it. And then the lake was probably two, two and a half miles uh, east, Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. And so um so I would spend the day just sort of doing laps around Mo- South Milwaukee mm-hmm. and then or taking the bus up into Milwaukee to the to the movie theater and then or the mall and coming back down. And. So it's, so what, what's a, so you could learn how to, like, is there archery? Yeah. And there's, um, so there's archery, there's like land sports, which is like, you know, your general like tennis, soccer, soccer. lacrosse, like field hockey, pretty much anything. And would you pick something for a week? No, no, no. Every day there's four periods and it would be like going to high school and you can pick whatever subject you want. I right. Mean, they don't really encourage you to just go to like arts and crafts four periods a day because there's some introverted girls that would like to do that. <laughs> then we, sure. we try to say like one period a day. Why don't you go try? You got to go else, outside, you know? Um, so arts and crafts is like knitting or and macrame like ceramics or and making God's eyes. And paint. And we, they have a What's whole a God's weaving eye? area. God's eye is like two sticks put together on a cross and then you like weave um, you wrap string around string it and co- it makes a pattern. Oh yeah. yeah. I it's called that. a God's eye. Oh, interesting. It's, a, it's just a very quintessential camp thing, but you know, also like friendship bracelets, like beads, you can do like, sure. I mean, painting, you can do anything. The arts, arts and crafts is awesome. I'm just using that as an example. Like right. nobody really wants you to go to canoeing for periods a day either. Like right. I was a canoeing counselor and I'd have to say to people like, it's time for you to maybe go try tennis An arts and for craft a, day, or a, a period. Rock you climbing know? or something. Yeah. Like if you just want to spend the entire day swimming, you yeah. can't do it. Uh, they might let you do you that. You could do two periods in a row probably swimming. But yeah. Yeah. yeah you, I don't think they. Yeah. they're And, and the swimming is. We had ranks at the camp. So like. If you wanted to work on ranks, those were like quantifiable ways that you could move. Oh, sort of up. like badges? Yeah, kind okay. of. But you would basically take almost a, you would take a summer to do one. So by the time you're in your final summer, you're, some people are working on high ranks, which are actually very difficult and require like a lot of skills. And if you're working on a high rank, they'll obviously let you stay four periods a day if you have work to get done. But if you're just like, oh, I like the counselors here, like, right. that doesn't happen a lot anyway. Everybody right. wants to go do a lot of different things. Right, because there's different things that you can do yeah. every day. And like photography will be like, we're doing a shoot where we dress up as our favorite like superheroes or like... Was there theatrical stuff? Yeah, like, there was a play. Oh, there's a theater arts department. Singing? Was there singing, singing at night by the campfire or some stuff? constantly. <laughs> singing in the morning, singing at every meal, singing at assembly. Oh, my brother singing. was in the Moonies. He said that they would always start with singing. What was the singing in the morning? I mean, 
or were just kids singing? Just singing all the time. No, no. Okay. In, at breakfast, you you would clink your glasses, make everybody be quiet. Yeah. And then you would sing. Like my one friend hates zippity doo dah. Like hates it. So I would always get my table to clink their glasses and be like, "To Becky," and then we would all sing zippity doo dah because she hated it. You know what I mean? Normally it was a lot of it was like more That's be, like better spirit, but yeah. Yeah, you're just, you're on all the time. You know what? If that was the meanest thing that was happening, that's a win. I know. That's the biggest win. It's adorable. There's barely any meanness happening. Right. It's, it's just super fun and everybody's just hanging out. Yeah. And so are most of the kids from the cities? Uh, a lot of kids (laughs) from New York, a lot of kids from Boston, but that, and then, um, kids from all over. I would say the concentration is the Northeast and the East Coast. Sure. Like DC to, to. Unless somebody moved to Atlanta and they're like, I went to this camp. Yeah, my well, kids are thing. going to it's this camp. It's a ton camp. of second, third, fourth generation people whose grandparents went and whatever. Right. So those people will sometimes come. But then we used to get a ton of internationals too. Like when I was at camp, like I was friends. I knew a girl who was Japanese. I knew a girl who was German. I had a tent mate who was from England. And like when I was 13 from Connecticut, I wasn't really meeting a lot of people from other countries. Right. So that so was a cool thing too. You yeah. Know, that's interesting. Is that to, I a different. Although the Japanese girl spoke not a word of English and she was in the health house for like two weeks because they couldn't figure out like what was wrong with her. And I think she was just like really just homesick or something yeah. because they, she couldn't communicate. But anyway, that's not a normal thing, but we get a lot of girls <laughs> from like South America Mexico. We used to get a lot of girls from Mexico. Depends. Sometimes the school schedules change and then it's hard for them to go. Right. But a hell of a place to drop your kids off for seven weeks though. Yeah. And, uh, wow. And then so every day. So, so is is it during breakfast that you pick what you want to do that day? You at assembly, there are announcements of what's going to be offered that day. So okay. like, hey, today in canoeing, we're doing this cool thing. And there's also a board up that tells you what every department is doing. And then and then, so after breakfast, kids just break up into... After breakfast, there's squad, which is where you do chores. It's like okay. a half hour of cleaning up the camp and every kid just is assigned up. to a different area. Sure. Yeah, sometimes you're plunging toilets, sometimes you're just I read sweeping. about it in Dragon, Bur- Dragon Riders of Burn. Yeah, so sure. you just sweep. Mm-hmm. And then... uh and then there's an assembly, which is usually some kind of fun program that a counselor is running. And then there's, and then yeah, first period, second period. What in a, like, like a high school assembly? Kind, kind of. I mean, it's just everybody in one room and then it's like it's a, like a TED talk. It'll or? be singing. We'll okay. sing a few songs. And then sometimes like the, like sometimes like the director would like read a poem. Like okay. A, you know, like. So, uh, like a thoughtful just, poem about sure, you know, a tree or yeah, whatever. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. And then. I don't know, all kinds of different assemblies. Like, uh, like if a, if a, if a counselor is like from Scotland, maybe she'll get together with like a counselor from England and Ireland and they'll do like a UK assembly. And it's okay. like, they're kind of educational, but sometimes they're just goofy and it's like, we're going to do, there's like a hug assembly. Here's an example. <laughs> there was a hug assembly that was okay. like, these are the different kinds of hugs. Like there's an A-frame <laughs> hug where you don't touch bodies. There's like different kinds of hugs. There was like just a shoulder based hug. Yeah. Sure. And like, these are certain hugs will make certain people uncomfortable. So don't, you should feel out what kind of hug people, hugs people like. <laughs> right. And then there Please was like do. one, I remember there being one assembly about how to go to the bathroom outside, all kinds of weird assemblies, but okay. you kind would of sign up for or- Like as a counselor, you'd be like, so we need someone to do a assembly on Wednesday. All right, I'll do something you know? together. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. would you have exactly. any information that what, what could, could you share? You leading, I could see you leading a variety of assemblies. Sure, I got how to book shitty one nighters. I have <laughs> just that very thing for. Uh, well, whatever. that is actually what a lot of thirteen and fourteen year old girls from New England are looking. Right, they're for. looking for who is booking that uh, yeah. the thing outside of Boston. Who is booking that rock club underneath an old folks' home? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's assembly. So, okay. So you breakfast squad assembly. Yeah. And now what? It's nine o'clock. Well, no, breakfast is like, um, is like, uh, 7.45 to 8.30. Squad is like till nine. Assembly is nine to 10. And then periods are 10 to 11, 11 to 12. From 12 to 1, there's free time, which is when counselors go into town. I used to smoke a bunch of cigarettes. Oh, sorry if anybody's from camp is listening and it's, <laughs> but I don't want to smoke Turns anymore. Turns out you're not perfect. Yeah. I don't anyway, smoke anymore, so but good. you know, that was like our time to get away. We would like go into town, like eat Cheetos, smoke cigarettes, and then come back to camp. Right. Oh, just have to you ever seen of... One Hot American Summer? No. Oh, you haven't? No, I know it's amazing. Oh, Everybody it's so loves good. it. There's just this one scene where they all go into town, and it it they, they just they somebody keep... has a driver's license and drives yeah. everybody into town, and they town? keep heightening it in the in the show to the point where they're like at a crack house, like doing heroin. <laughs> but it's it it was it resonates with every person that went to camp because like when you have a few like an hour away from the kids, you're just like yes, and you just run into town and. <laughs> Right. And so is that the time when they're laying down? They have free time. So someone is assigned to like watch that, watch the, them in the units. And so right. they can, they can't be doing like, they can't be on the waterfront or anything right. like that, but they can be at the main house reading a book. They can go to their, that's, uh, that, that, to that's their a tent. down hour, right? Yeah. They and then you chill. come back and then you go to lunch. Yeah. And then lunch. Mm-hmm. And then there's a rest hour, which summer camp is oh, so there's two. one. Well, the, well, the, the one, the 12 to one is really like, by the time you get up there, it's like not even a full hour and nobody sleeps really. Okay. Nobody sleep. Rest hours really, it ha- and you can be loud during 12 to one. You okay. can run around with your friends, play soccer, do whatever you want, but rest hours silent. Like the whole camp is quiet. Yeah. And it's a quiet time. And it's, um, one of the only institutions that still uses, that still has like a nap time, like the way Europeans have yeah. siestas. And I read a whole thing about it that it actually like stimulates Oh like yeah. Productivity and, and like brain function My, and stuff to have like a rest period in the middle of the day, which I think a lot of people in LA call it meditation. It's uh, the same. My niece and my youngest niece and nephew, my sister's kids, uh, they go to a Quaker school. Ooh. And, uh, they have a silent half hour. Yeah. And they are, I believe Noah is eight now. I think she's eight and he's five. Yeah. Know? And so they're little. And so they have to sit there quietly. Yeah. And I think they can read or they can draw, but they can't talk. We but have they're a supposed lot. to just be quiet. Yeah. There's a lot of quiet times at the camp, which I think is like really good because kids now are just like, it's I constantly like they're screaming buzzing. all day and then they're on like an iPad and then it's just like a lot of, right. So they have to check their phones and stuff. Sitting, oh no. There's like not a phone anywhere. There's no found. phones and no computers and no, no. TV. No. And no radio. No. Once a summer, sometimes we'll show a movie. We'll show like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or something. Like, like, right, right. Just on, it's like a, everybody an outdoor their, thing. Yeah. Like everybody brings their sleeping bags and like, it's like a cool, like event, but it's not, that's probably the hour of screens they get the entire summer. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I know okay. it's crazy. It feels so, culty, doesn't it? it no, it's uh, <laughs> and the and the thing is, is it's, you know what it feels, and this, this I, it, it feels rich. It feels like a, like a, um, like an amazing sort of, like a, like an amazing thing to give a kid. Yeah. Is seven weeks of that kind of attention, that kind of opportunity to learn a thousand different things. Yeah. And that kind of ability to, you know, I mean, there's that social aspect and everything. They get to learn how to archery and, and yeah. ceramics and, and photography and canoeing and sailing and whatever. But then, but it sounds very expensive because they got a And I don't want to misrepresent. Like it isn't like it's this free thing that anybody can do. Like it is expensive. My parents only sent me my first two summers half because it was too expensive to go right, full. Right, right, right. And then once I was a counselor, those were seven but, free summers. I mean, I was getting paid. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. 
I don't know that my parents could have afforded to have sent me from age eight all the way up to 15. Right. This is why it took 13. There's also camperships. Like they do the, – it's a nonprofit organization, the whole thing. So mm-hmm. they give tons of money for kids to come. They sponsor kids from a lower inner cities foundation. and stuff like that. Yeah. Because yeah. you got to get kids who live in like the – like giant people kennels in the middle of mm-hmm. a city yeah. out of the damn city. Yeah. And with no, with no TV. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So that, that, that's, uh, yeah. that's but I will say like my camp group of friends, like I have some very wealthy friends and some very middle of the road and some very lower spectrum of wealth friends. Very like, poor. It's well, I mean, Everybody's yeah, I don't want to say that, but like, you know what I mean? Like everybody, I, I met a variety of people, but well, it, no, it you're, is, you're six kids. I mean, yeah. to have six kids and to be wealthy, you have to have a shitload of money. So much. So it's not like my father made a good living. Yeah. It did not matter. Yeah. It was a gaping hole of children. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, we have to feed these people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So there, I mean, there's, yeah. So I get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, it is, it does definitely feel like a privileged thing and it, yeah. and it is. And but, it is. But, but it's, they try to really give the opportunity to They like try to people. give back. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so, and that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. And um, so- after the after lunch and then the quiet hour and then there's two more periods two more periods third and fourth third and fourth and then, and then there's then, another forty five minute like break a free time break of just screwing around yeah, where you can run where around we go and... into town again <laughs> <laughs> did you go into town every day uh, pretty much pretty much you were just like much. let's go find well, a cup of coffee or go to yeah a little, yeah and people just we just wanted to like go hang out with the counselors also the girls a little girls camp where actually my sister worked okay was on a different lake about ten minutes away okay and so the the town Oops, was sorry, the... the free time town was when we would like meet up and hang oh, out and be okay. like, my camper pissed the bed. Oh, my camper has lice. You know, it was kind of like, right, right. it was basically like the back table at a comedy club. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was right, like right. our pl- time to like sort of chuckle, it was shift drink. talk a little shit yeah. and hang out and yeah. just have fun. Yeah. It was after and work kind of screwing around because yeah. there was no after work. Yeah. It was middle of the day after Yeah, right. Work. And, and and just because it is a really intense job. You're with these kids. You sleep in the same tent with them. You're yeah. with them from 7 a.m. when you wake up till they go to bed at 9. Then right. you maybe go out for a few hours and go back and go to sleep. But you're, it's a very, you get five days off the entire summer. Right. So to just get the and little the hour kid, during the, the day. And I bet you a lot of the kids don't sleep through the night. No, they do. At that age, the older kids do. Yeah, the do. older At kids the younger do. kids, yeah, they have some, some of them have some problems and they have bedwetting and there's like kinds of Right, right. Problems. There's all kinds of stuff. But. Just cause it's, it's scary to be away and then, and some kids just don't sleep. Yeah. You know, it just takes a while to, to yeah. get used to sleep. But sleeping. there's a lot of like, we have a lot of like systems in place to like work with kids on homesickness awesome. and stuff like that. So, okay. yeah, so. Um, um, so then after- there's that free time, then there's dinner. Yep. And then there's evening program, which is like, Usually just uh, bonfires be, and s'mores? No, it could be. No, actually. It's like we would do like theme parties. We would do all camp games. Like, I mean, you hear a lot about color wars and stuff like that. Have you ever heard of color wars? No. They did like a whole NPR, uh, This American Life about color <laughs> wars, which of course I was like, ooh, anytime they talk about camp. Um <laughs> We don't really do color wars per se, but we do do stuff like that where it's like what is a color war? Color wars are like where kids are everybody's like the camp is divided up into teams and they have to oh, like okay. get each other and stuff like that. Okay. It's kind of like a big game of tag, but oh, like, got it. But um, all camp games there'll be like a dance, there'll be a, a talent show, board games or or LARPing or not costume, not LARPing. Like there's tons of costume dress up, like because yep. we have this funny costume room that's just like all donated old clothes. So nice. like, uh, I wouldn't want to wear a hat. LARPing. Yeah, I wouldn't say LARPing, but there is a lot of dress up, and yeah. then the games are like. 
We do something called a Dutch auction. Have you ever heard of a Dutch auction? Nope. It's super Persian fun. market. It's well, very We did fun. that when I was in high school. You send everybody up to their tent. They have to come back with three items. Okay. okay? And uh, let's say I come back with uh, a pen and a coaster and a notepad, right? Okay. And everybody in my group, we all have our crap in the middle. And then that somebody says, like, show me a Walkman. Now, obviously, no one's going to have a Walkman. You're not allowed to have a Walkman. Right. So then every team <laughs> sends a representative up who has to convince the judges that what their thing is is the thing they asked for. It's a little bit apples to apples Yeah. You know? Oh, and you, so, like, you just got to pitch it. Yeah, exactly. It's, okay. Yeah, so, and then the judges vote and see if you, like, get the closest, the, yeah. the, the best pitch to yeah. describe why your stuffed wolf is a Walkman. Right. We play is... campwide games of taboo. Like, uh, you know, there's all kinds of different, uh. Did, did you have board games? Were there board yes, games? There were board games in the living room that like kids could play during the downtimes yep. or sometimes like on rainy days, we would just like offer board games on the, on the right, patio. Right. Because some board games porch. don't, they take longer than 45 minutes. Right. So it's hard to, yeah, like, yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, you could play checkers, but mm-hmm. and you could play cards, but whatever, man. Totally. Um, if you want to play settlers or, or something else. It's yeah. Different. It's funny. Cause like I would have thought, and maybe now that's come in more, but I would have thought that like in my days at camp, we, we would have had like settlers of Catan and like a lot of these, but Maybe they, not like Cthulhu, but you but know the, what I mean? But, like the but it's been a boom. The boom has only been yeah. around for the last 10, 12 That's years. That's what I mean. I think I just missed it for my day yeah. at camp yeah. because they had just the regular games. And Which now just, I think there would probably be more of the more kind of fun stuff you're games. talking about. Yeah. yeah. I mean – the, the more immersive games that are like gonna go. Yeah, I mean, and you could get, you know, apples to apples in Quirkle. Yeah. And there's, there's something called double feature. It's a, mm. it's sort of a card game. It's like apples to apples where you, there's a, 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 five stacks of cards. One is characters, one is production values, one is, uh, <laughs> like, uh, setting. It's, it's different things that describe, uh, a movie. Oh, cool. And you take two of the cards and then everybody goes around and names a movie that fulfill both of those cards. Oh. And so you don't have to know specific movies, though. If you know a lot of movies, you have an advantage. Yeah. And Andy and I played it, and he tried to play every round by saying The Princess Bride. <laughs> and uh, it didn't – it almost worked, but it didn't work. And so – but yeah, so there, I mean, but there's there's short sort of party games now that are that didn't exist, oh, I think, Jared back and I then. I played this really fun game called um, – I think it's called Spy – or oh. I spy or spy. Basically, you all pick a card and one person is a spy and mm-hmm. one person is the guesser and you have to like ask everybody questions and sure. based on how they answer, you have to figure out who the spy is. Sure, there's there's one in an mafia and werewolf and spy. Oh, we play mafia at camp and all that stuff yeah. at camp, yeah. And so this we one also just have... had an actual card to it, and I think I may have okay. messed up what the title is called. Okay. We also have cash and guns. Uh-huh. And that one has foam guns, so probably not mm-hmm. at the camp. And then and um and then one called bang where one person's the sheriff two people are the deputies yeah all kinds people. of games yeah like all that. kinds we of games like that yeah. yeah and it's just a bunch of and then also it bleeds into like improv games you know you play these improv games like park bench and like baby baby do you love me and stuff like that you know <laughs> i am unfamiliar with both of those games baby baby do you love me is like just a stupid game where everybody gets in a circle one person's in the middle and they have to go around to people and say like baby baby do you love me and the person has to say baby baby i love you but i just can't smile 
Okay. And you have to try oh. to make them laugh. Like oh, the that's way right. you say, baby, baby, do you love me? You can like throw yourself on the ground and like be really funny. Okay. So it's like trying to make people laugh. Yeah, that's yeah, how make- I became a comedian. Kara <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clank, you guys. That's who I'm with. Uh, K-A-R-A-K-L-E-N-K. And it's at Kara Clank. It's KaraClank.com. It's all the things. Yeah. So, um. Well, anytime you think there might be a C in there, it's a K. It's a K. It's going to be a K, you guys. <laughs> so-, so, but in between doing camp, you went to Italy. Oh, yeah. And you lived in Italy? Mm-hmm. Why did you get to live in it? Just for college or well, something? No, or? when I was in college, I did a semester abroad in Italy, in Rome. And okay. I loved it. I was obsessed with it. And then when I got back, I was like, I didn't really learn Italian. I didn't really meet any friend, like Italian people. <laughs> there wasn't enough Italy in my yeah, Italy. Yeah, well, I was just hanging out with Americans, which I think a lot of people will agree is like their abroad experience, you know? Sure. Like, especially when there's a language barrier. You're just kind of like, it's hard to get in. I spoke decent where is the bathroom Italian, but I didn't speak... Yeah. Good. Like, let's have a conversation and find out if our likes are in line. Right. Italian. Will we, would we yeah. be friends if exactly. we both spoke the same language? Exactly. So after college, I was like, I'm going to move to Italy. And I first thought about being an au pair. And then I kind of read a couple horror stories and was like, <laughs> I think maybe I'll just, you go. were qualified yeah. for sure. Yeah, totally. Uh, I am a bit of a baby whisperer, but I said, I, became an English teacher. I went over there. I took a course. I got certified. I got a job teaching English. I supplemented that with tutoring some kids who would go to international schools who were like Italian and help them with their homework and stuff. And I lived there for a year and I was going to live there longer, but my apartment in New York that I lived in for 11 years became available. Oh, okay. So I was, so so like, I was I need forced to, strike to come home. My parents is... just called me. And it was, it was an aunt's apartment that we don't own, but my aunt was leaving her apartment. And it was very right, cheap. Right. And they were like, if you want to ever have an affordable apartment in New York City, you better get home. You got to do it now. So just I, Cause that's how, that's how New York works. Yeah. My friend, uh, Jenny Bergman, uh, lives in her grandmother's old apartment and has for the last 25 years. Probably. So nice. And she's like I'm thinking of moving and I'm like you live four blocks two Does blocks she have from a kid? house no what, what she has is she has a boyfriend who works a half a block from their apartment oh she God. owns a toy store two blocks from her apartment but it's it's and they have two dogs and a cat she also needs to hold out because if someone ever buys the building they'll buy her out they've offered to buy her out but there's she's like I want a house I want something and I was like well start saving up but a buyout could really help you with a down payment for right. a house. And it's insane to mm-hmm. think about moving away from your job because yeah. then it'll be an hour or even if it's a half an hour, 45 minutes. But I think it's commute. like even just living here in LA for the past couple months, we have so much space. Like you have it's so much nice. space. If you don't have a lot of space in New York, I think it starts to drive you crazy. It's a big one bedroom apartment with a view of the, of the Empire State Building. Oh my gosh. It's one of the most amazing apartments in well, the whole world. Well, she should be world. able to get a pretty penny for the buyout then. Well, I think it's like six grand a month is what they rent it for. Oh um, yeah. My yeah. apartment that I left was three grand a month and it was a one bedroom. Right. And it's, it, it's, I, that's not what I paid, but no, that's no. what a regular person would pay. No, I think she pays 1400 a month. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I don't know that she's going to find anything. This is digressed. Yeah. In, in we my, have gone into a real Jenny, estate if you're black listening, hole. Don't do it. Jenny, don't, please. Don't, hold why out for the would buyout, you move? Girl. Westside Kids, you guys go there, buy oh, some. Westside Kids. She owns Westside Kids. No way. There's yeah. one in my old neighborhood on 85th and Columbus. That's, I mean, 85th and Amsterdam. That's the only one that there is. Is that where they live then? Yeah. 
Oh, she so lives, that's my neighborhood. Yeah. It, Girl, I could call me. I can help you with your buyout. <laughs> Ooh, well played. I just handled one. And, and um, she's, yeah, she's got, uh, it's her mom started that toy store. And that's so crazy. My sister it. and I are always like, whenever somebody has a baby, I'm always like, should I go into West Side Kids? And then I always go in there and I'm like, babies can't play with this stuff yet. Like I can't. No, they have a baby section. Yeah, now they, yeah, they have a baby <laughs> section. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Hello. Yeah. I've been to your store, friend of Jackie. Yes. Jenny Bergman's uh, West Side Kids. You guys do it. The best costumes in the world. That's right. Yeah. The kids. I always get my, my, my youngest niece and nephew have been getting them costumes for years, <laughs> and I buy them at Westside Kids because Jenny finds That's a like great gift. It's a costume, a co- astronauts and yeah. veterinarians. You just wear it like every week, and it's like every day the yeah. kids come home and do a do a costume day. Yeah. Anyway, so you just lived in Rome, and then so I lived in Rome, and then um, I, I came to New York, and then a couple years later, I lived in Italy again for a few, couple months working at the Olympics. Okay, and wow. so. Like all told, I've lived in Italy like almost a full two years, but just kind of in bits and bobs. And mostly just in Rome. Yeah. Well, okay. Torino was the Olympics. The okay. Olympics was up in Torino, which is in the north, but um, and right. that's where I have family actually. But but mostly Rome. Rome is like my favorite city. I love right. it because you well, and anywhere you live, you know, because yeah. for I've been to. I've been to Rome for a couple of days, uh, but I was uh, drunk and it was 1989. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but the, we got to see the Vatican, you know, we saw yeah, the I lived right by the Vatican. Yeah. And it was, um, it was great. But then Andy had never been to Italy. And so we went, we saved up two years after our wedding. We went to Italy for two weeks. Uh, oh, wow. And we went a week in Venice, uh, the week before May Day and then a week in Florence, uh, the week after May Day. And, um, the the Venice week was amazing. Yeah, and Florence was fine, and it was you know he's an art guy, so we went to all the yeah. That's good and for stuff. Florence. Florence can get a little bit like it's so touristy. It can just it's, be a it's little a bit. little more touristy, and and Venice was just about to become full of tourists, mm-hmm. but we got there right before it was. Yeah, it's Venice like Harry Potter. It's like Harry Potter world. We went uh, right before. Yeah, you guys beat the rush. You're we beat good. the rush. We we it's timing. Yeah, it's all about timing. <laughs> so, um. So yeah. yeah, so I lived in Italy and I made Italian friends that I still keep in touch with and I learned how to speak Italian and it was awesome. It That's was great. great. Have you been back or have, do you yeah, try to I, go back? I tried to go, I went back and like, I mean, when I left in, I moved to New York in 04 and I was so homesick for Italy. I went back in 05, 06, 07, 08. And then, <laughs> and then it was like, okay, time to get your life to, like I had to like stop. And then I actually, yeah. then coincidentally, I started doing comedy. Okay. So then you can't really, you have no money and you can't really afford to go like anywhere. Across, anywhere. Yeah. Not unless they're but booking stand up in, uh, in I Rome. did take my husband back there in, 2012. Okay. So you and, uh, you're married, by the way, to Jared Logan. Yes. Uh, friend of the show has been friend on. Friend of the show. He talked about Renaissance, uh, the re- Renaissance fairs and, uh, and oh. actually medieval history. That oh, was yeah. his dorkdom. He's a real dork. And, uh, super dork. You guys have a podcast. He has a podcast that I'm up here on a bunch of times as like a, a sidekick. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a podcast or should I, I be? I don't have a podcast, but I'm starting one re- re- relatively soon. Don't just, you think? Don't yeah. you think you ought to? I don't know when it's going to launch, so I hesitate to, uh, to give plug any it? details. Well, or follow Kara Clank on but follow Twitter. Follow me and it will definitely out. be on my Twitter when my podcast begins. Excellent. If you want to hear more of this voice. More of that. <laughs> Get more into that action. I won't talk about camp for <laughs> 
hours at a time. 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, but this was fascinating. I didn't know anything about camp. Yeah. I went to one camp when I was a kid. It was a, a week long and it was yeah. a basketball camp. Yeah. And I used to do camps like that. I used to do tennis camp and then I would do YMCA camp, which is like the day camps that your parents throw you in when okay. you're a week off school and they don't want to take you And they anywhere. have to go to work. Yeah. And they have to go to work. So I had done like other camps and stuff. This camp I think is like a very rare experience. But then a lot of my friends who went to Jewish camp, like who went to all different camps, like they will say they're my best friends. Yeah. I love it. I can't wait to send my kids there. Like it's yeah. kind so of a, it's, it's a, really it's a like generational thing. And yeah, it really overwhelms, I think. Yeah. And, and takes a big part of you. Hence well, us having our wedding there. Exactly. The and uh and everyone came. Yeah. In Vermont. Yeah. I got booked at a my first comedy club in Vermont in May. Oh, the Burlington Comedy That's Club? It. I'm do- I, we're doing it in July. I kept calling it Burlingham, but it's Burlington. Yeah. Burlington yeah. is a great town. Excellent. You will love it. It's small, it's beautiful, it's on Lake Champlain. It'll remind you of Lake Michigan, a Excellent. humongous freshwater lake. It's so Amazing. I'm there in May. So, um, everybody bring it. Let's, yeah. let's see what happens. I'll be with Jared and I are doing it in July. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. And then 4th of July weekend, right after we do it, we're going to camp. You're going I to go, camp? I go for the 4th of July every year. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have been listening to talk of camp, dorking out hardcore about camp with Kara Clank. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, you know the websites and, uh, go to Kara Clank and follow her on Twitter and watch her do stand up comedy because it's really funny. Yeah. Oh, thanks. So that that is fantastic. Enjoy it. Thank you for listening, Rangers. And you know the rules. Take care of each other out there. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?